Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, and welcome to the season of Lent. You know, Lent is this 40-day season of prayer and fasting and almsgivings. I know we've heard this so many times already, and we're only a few days in, but knowing that it just began on Ash Wednesday, and it ends at sundown on Holy Thursday. That's our 40-day time frame. Um, And it's a period of preparation to celebrate the Lord's resurrection at Easter, You know, to kind of describe this a little bit, during Lent, we seek the Lord in prayer by reading scripture, by taking that quiet time, by really giving ourselves an opportunity to step back from the noise of the world and go deep into that relationship with Christ. It sounds kind of funny, but before um, I left Arizona this morning to head out toward the East Coast. Um, Today, I'm actually coming to you from the beautiful parish of St. Cecilia in Monmouth Junction, um, New Jersey, which is where I'm coming to you from. But yesterday, I took a morning and I met with a couple of friends that I go horseback riding with every week. And we meet out in Mesa, Arizona. I've got this wonderful horse named Jake, um, who's just such a phenomenal gift in my life. And we went for about a two-hour ride. We got back by the barn, put the horses up. And then instead of just keeping them up, we decided to let them loose in the front yard and just let them roam around and just watch them. And we sat on the front porch and we prayed together. We ate our lunch. Um, We watched these animals just kind of enjoying their freedom to run around the yard a little bit. And that prayer time, you know, to seek the Lord in prayer by reading sacred scripture, but by also surrounding ourselves with friends, with with our, our perhaps our coworkers, our family for sure, and to take some time of prayer. It doesn't necessarily have to be at church, although that's marvelous, especially to go do something like the Stations of the Cross or, you know, a rosary or divine mercy, spend some time in adoration. I mean, there's beautiful things that we do in that, what we consider prayer, prayer, make the sign of the cross, get on your knees and pray. And then also to pray in the moment by moment of daily life. You know, to be with my friends, we we jokingly call each other the CCCs, which is the Catholic Cowgirl Crusaders. Doesn't that sound amazing for three women who ride horses? Um, But we literally did take that time of prayer and asking God to bless this Lenten season for each other, for our families to draw close to him. And so today in our program, I want to begin with a really fun song with Chuck and Alicia Brock, and it's the perfect song to start off this Lenten um, episode because it's entitled 40 Days and 40 Nights. So from Chuck and Alicia Brock, 40 Days and 40 Nights. Forty nights, you were fasting 
is Satan on his press, flesh or spirit to sail. Victor in the wilderness, grant we may not faint nor fail. so much you two I love that piece it's just a it's a great reminder that we find even though it's a more contemplative season we don't stop being joyful just because we are focused on prayer fasting and almsgiving and so the first part of it prayer um, you know the we're gonna go to another one by Chuck and Alicia and this it's entitled keep on praying but I think to really look at that phrase keep on praying we can literally do that in every moment of our day, whether it is those prayers, as I mentioned, where they're, they're truly those prayers. We take that time to sit down and talk to God. But then there are those prayers that are those moments throughout the day that we offer things up in just such a beautiful way of conversation with our Lord, thanking him for everything that we have, handing him our loved ones, um, just every second of the day being in that mode of, of prayer with him. So from Chuck and Alicia Brock, keep on praying. Keep on praying to God on high. Keep on praying, He hears your cry. God will answer the sincere heart. Keep 
keep on praying He'll do His part For Jesus hears you He's listening to your plea Every moment, every single need He meets So keep on praying Keep on praying And He will answer He will answer I just love the two of you. I love your music, your ministry, the work that you do. Um, your boys are just growing into such amazing young men. 
And I know that there is a lot of prayer that goes into your daily life. And we see that. We see that in the way that you live. Um, that beautiful prayer, when we realize what that is, it's a conversation with God where we, we speak to him. And then we have to quiet ourselves and listen. Um, conversation, prayer goes both ways. And if we don't ever just quiet ourselves, and I, and I literally mean that, like stop any verbiage, turn off what's going on in your head, and just quiet yourself and listen. That's the part of the conversation that I think so many people miss in their prayer life. We're so busy saying the words that we don't ever take that time to listen and to allow God to speak deeply into us. And even as I'm saying that, I'm thinking of a fantastic song by Tori Harris Gray, who's from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And she's got the, the song is very simply entitled Speak. And one of the lines in it that just grabbed my heart every time is speak, and I will turn my ear and listen. That phrase, speak, and I will turn my ear and listen. Part of prayer is listening. We can't do all the talking, otherwise it doesn't work. We never give our Lord the opportunity to speak into our hearts what we need to hear, to speak into our our daily life what it is we need to do. And so during this time of, of Lent, that exercise of prayer, where we take as much time in silence as we do saying the words, will really bring us to this deeper communication with our Lord. So for right now, take a few moments wherever you are, and let's listen as Tori Harris Gray sings for us now, Speak. Speak, speak again And I will turn my ear and listen In the quiet I remember your promises fulfilled So I will wait And I'll be still To you I come And you I rest Let the sound of heaven Echo through my wilderness To come again To the end of all I am Leaves the place to speak And word made flesh Word took on sin Word that made me whole Remind my heart Of when I first heard The lover of my soul In the fire In every season, teach me how to hear your voice Speak Word made flesh, word took on sin Word that made me whole Remind my 
word alive, word complete. My God, my God, I hear you speak. Your overflow has overwhelmed my Thank you, Tori. Um, again, this is one of those pieces that just, um, a, a, that line just keeps jumping out at me. Speak and I will turn my ear and listen um, to be able to take that time to listen. So I think with prayer, we we do a pretty good job of that, right? We, we're, you know, especially during Lent, so many of us really take that opportunity to take more time to pray. And hopefully at the end of those 40 days, that's become a habit so that next year we'll have even more time with our Lord in prayer and so on. We don't pray just during Lent and then when Easter arrives, we just stop, right? We use this time to develop those good habits of prayer. And so we'll go to the next part now, which is the fasting. And, you know, fasting can be one of those difficulties for people because, again, we look at giving up something. Um, We give up chocolate. We give up our adult beverages. If you're a youngster, you might give up the chips and the sodas, you know, give up snacks. But then come Easter, we, you know, we overindulge with all of it. And so the fasting that has become a part of my life and the phrase that gets me with it every single time is that when we have fasted well, and we have gone to mass, you know, we're getting ready to go to mass. And it's an early day mass, right? You like in my parish, we can go at seven, we can go at 830. Or on Tuesdays, there's a 6pm mass. Well, I don't know that I would be able to fast all day on Tuesday until going to six o'clock mass. And the reason I like to go earlier in the day is this phrase. I pray that our Lord Jesus Christ, the body of Christ in the Eucharist, will become my first nourishment of the day, that I have fasted throughout the night, and I'm ready that every cell of my body is ready to take up that presence of him within me when I receive the body of Christ in the Eucharistic embrace. And if we could take these 40 days of Lent to look at truly fasting, you know, fasting for that beautiful spiritual breakthrough that God would be so welcome in our life, that we are hungry for him, that as we fast, um, we are called not only to abstain from luxuries during Lent, but to that true inner conversion of heart as we seek to follow Christ more faithfully. That's the idea of fasting. And the Lenten practice of that, of course, is on Friday, we do not eat meat. Um, This past Wednesday, when we had that, that wonderful celebration of Ash Wednesday, and that was a day of both abstaining and fasting, that we abstain from meat and we fast. Um, these Lenten habits on Friday are such a beautiful part if we keep them going. And just kind of as a reminder, We've never really stopped 
abstaining from meat on Fridays. Um, when I was working on the book Savior and Sustenance, and I did more research on that, and I thought, okay, I know we've always made that our practice in our home, that we don't eat meat on Fridays, whether it's in Lent or outside of Lent. But I went back to the church's teachings on that and, and to really look at it because so many of our friends and neighbors don't really abide by that except during Lent. And what I want to share with you is that, yes, outside of Lent, it has been approved by the USCCB in the United States that if we do some other spiritual work of mercy, if we do some other type of, of fasting on that day, some other spiritual good for that day, then outside of Lent, we can eat meat on Friday. But what's happened in our country is people eat the meat without realizing that they're supposed to do a good work or some type of spiritual work to, to say, okay, I've done that, now I can have that piece of meat. Obviously, during Lent, that's not the case. In Lent, there is no meat on Friday. So that whole idea of fasting takes on a different approach. But um, when we have truly taken that time to fast and we're asking our Lord to be that nourishment, we feel the floodgate of his grace open up when we then have finished the fasting and then have that next bite to eat. It's amazing how it tastes better. It feels better. It's a nourishment that's both good for body and soul. And it reminds me of this beautiful old hymn, Come Thou Font of Every Blessing, um, which I want to go to next. From me, your host, Julie Carrick. <laughs> Was my 
to grace How great a debtor Daily I am constrained to be Let that grace Now like a fetter Bind my wandering heart to If you've just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith, I am your host, Catholic recording artist, mission presenter, and author, Julie Carrick. It is always such a privilege to spend this hour with you each and every week. And we love to share the heart, the music, and the ministry of so many of today's Catholic recording artists. And for information about each and every one of us, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. We sing our faith.org. The other song that I want to share with you with this idea of fasting is that as we fast and we we realize that we get out of the way of God's plan in our life. If we set aside those things that take away our focus, whether it's overindulging, whether whatever it is that we need to fast from. Maybe part of our fasting this year is fasting from gossip, you know, fasting from talking about somebody else, fasting from the overindulgences of spending, not necessarily eating, but overspending, um, which will take us to our next one in a little bit, the almsgiving. But in the idea of fasting, when we can reduce ourselves and allow to be the Lord more strong in our life, it's reminiscent of those words of St. Paul, Lord, in my weakness, you are made strong. When we fast and we feel that weakness, we feel the strength of God building up within us. And that's the idea of it. And that is going to take us to one more beautiful song from Tori Harris Gray. And it's her song, Less of Me. Let's take a few moments. Lord, here I stand Here are my hands They're fragile and they're small And they're empty But I give them all to you 
so much for always sharing your gifts as well um so that idea of of the three of them right during this time of lent that there's prayer there's fasting there's almsgiving and i think the fasting you know hopefully by the end of lent those things that we have fasted from um the way that i'm kind of doing that in my life is i i tend to be a nighttime snacker Right? I love to have snacks in the evening, and I know that it's not healthy for me. I know that as I continue to age, I don't want my body to be unhealthy. And nighttime 
munchies stick to you. They're, they're just bad. And so my Lenten practice this year with regard to fasting is of course going to be those, um, Fridays as always and Wednesdays has become a habit, but the habit that I'm hoping to instill by the end of the Lenten season that I'll stick with is not to eat things after 6.30 in the evening. That after 6.30, there's no reason to eat anything. And then in the morning, I have fasted all throughout the night. My body is ready for good nourishment. And after I've gone to mass and then I have my breakfast, it's like, that's what I really am praying for that will stay with me. That's a habit that I'm beginning now during this Lenten season. The other thing that happens when we take a good look at that type of fasting and that type of a change is I think if I look at my budget um, and the snacky foods that I'll get rid of in the evenings, if I put that money aside to be able to do something more with it toward the almsgiving, um, I think that's a win-win because it saves the money, that saves the health, and then it allows me to give something more where it's needed. And the almsgiving, so many times, yes, we look at that as financial because there are many people in need and we need to do our part to help. But there's also the idea of almsgiving, of giving of our time, our time, our talent, and our treasure. And as I'm saying that word, giving of our time, to think of those people who have really lived that, where they give their time. They have stood in the gap for someone. Um, Chris Mulia and his beautiful song, Will Somebody Stand? As you hear him sing this song today, um, think of that person in your life who you maybe need to stand with, where it's, it's hard to take that extra time with a person who sometimes feels pretty needy, but yet we need to reach out to them and be a help and a support. Now in Chris's song, clearly he's singing about a woman who is struggling with the decision of an unborn child. And that question, will somebody stand with her? Um, yes, we need to stand with women and families who are in difficulties, but we also need to stand with our elderly neighbors we need to stand with those who are marginalized in society and who are looked at as less than somehow and to invite people into the grace of the truth of Christ's teaching and to stand with them as they make decisions that are better for themselves than to do the things that the world throws at them appearing to be good when it is so detrimental for them. Um, and so this song from Chris Mulia, as he sings it now, think of those people that you know in your life that need someone to stand next to them and consider that part of your almsgiving, perhaps during this Lenten season. From Chris Mulia, Will Somebody Stand? Seventeen, her heart is full of dreams. She was trying to fill the emptiness inside. 
She's only 17. The world is crashing down, and it feels like this is the end of her life. Will somebody stand? Will somebody hold her hand? Will somebody say it's not a mistake? Will somebody walk with her? Will somebody talk with her? Will somebody tell her that life is worth more than the price she could pay to make this go away? She's only 17, nowhere to run or hide. Escape the condescending fight. She's only 17. This is gonna make or break her. Set her free or haunt her for the rest of life. Will somebody stand? Will somebody hold her hand? Will somebody?
prayer, that is a fantastic one that allows us this opportunity of truly looking at almsgiving. Um, it's the song, um, Take Lord Receive, but it comes from this prayer of this amazing saint, Saint Ignatius Loyola. And the prayer is, Take Lord, receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, my whole will, all that I have and all that I possess. You gave it all to me, Lord. I give it all back to you. Do with it as you will, according to your good pleasure. Give me your love and your grace, for that is what all that I have need of. Give me your love and your grace, for with this I have all that I need. His love and his grace is all that we need. And to be able to speak those words and really mean them, you know, take, Lord, receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, all that I have and possess, because you have given it to me and I give it back to you. That is the true understanding of almsgiving during this time of Lent. It should be able to be one of those teachings that as we embrace it during the Lenten season, how do we continue to live that once we've developed that habit for 40 days? To not just give during Lent, but to truly understand the reality and the truth that everything we have is gift from God, literally everything. Um, I know I've shared this before, years past, I went through that horrible um, illness of lung cancer. And to wake up on a machine that was literally breathing for me, and eventually I was weaned off of that machine as what was left of my lung on the left side continued to do its work, and I was able to start breathing on my own. And then I realized, literally, every breath that I breathe is a gift from God. Um, I know I've shared the story about the little sisters in Gallup who, you know, who find joy in serving other people and, and acknowledging that everything they have is a gift from God. I look around my house and I thank God that I have a roof over my head. I don't take that for granted. I thank God that I have gainful employment. I thank God that my family members, my children and their spouses and my grandchildren have what they need. But it is all gift from God. It all belongs to him. And so for us to give back is nothing more than doing what we should be doing in the first place. And that is giving back out of gratitude for all that God has given us. And praying that by the end of the Lenten season, that habit becomes part of our daily life. So with that in mind, I want to sing for you this beautiful song, Take Lord receive.
there's just something of a great reminder, you know, to sing those words. Um, you know, you give it all to me, Lord, and I give it back to you. Do with it according to your will, your good pleasure. Your love and your grace are all that I need. And that is the truth. His love and grace is all that we need. And in order to live in those moment by moment of every day, um, you know, to be able to take this time of the Lenten season and go deep and to ask Christ, what is it he wants from us? You know, again, it's that hopefully that by the end of Lent, we are coming to that truer and deeper conversion of heart as we seek to follow Christ more faithfully. Um, we recall during this season the waters of baptism in which we were also baptized into Christ's death. He died for us, and we need to die to sin and evil and begin a new life in Christ. Um, it's an amazing time, these 40 days of Lent, and when we have this opportunity and use it well, what a difference we're going to experience when we come to that Easter season, especially if we have lived these moments of Lent moment by moment. Instead of looking at it as a full-on 40 days to get and deal with all at once, we take it day by day, hour by hour, moment by moment, as we allow that transforming grace of God's love to touch us as we do our best to go deeper in our lives of prayer and fasting and almsgiving. And, uh, and that's going to take us to the song that is going to take us to the top of the hour. Um, another beautiful piece from Chuck and Alicia Brock, and it's simply entitled Moment by Moment. Shine moment by moment. 
Chuck and Alicia. Um, I, I love this piece. Uh, I love your hearts. Thank you for all that you do in your beautiful community as well. And if I may please ask for special prayer for the community this week in New Jersey here at St. Cecilia Parish in Monmouth Junction. And then next week I will be in Arizona um, in my home community in Scottsdale um, serving in my home parish. I'm, I love doing that. And then I'll be going to do a number of events in Omaha um, in the beautiful parish of St. Charles Borromeo and Gretna. And then also for the Midtown Catholic community in the parishes of St. Joan of Arc and St. Thomas More. And these beautiful Lenten retreats and parish missions and evenings of reflections are just, it's my heart, and it's the heart of most of the artists who you've heard sharing their music today. So if you are looking for a special event, remember to go to that website, wesingourfaith.org, wesingourfaith.org, that's the site. The toll-free number is 1-888-880-6874, and we would love to connect you for some of these beautiful events for you to attend or to host in your home parish. Now, until next week, may God bless you and keep you. 
All Catholic, all the time. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Adam Bly here, along with Debbie Giorgiani from The Spirit World. We're asking you to join us Saturday for our monthly open forum show. We will answer your questions on angels or demons and topics that interest you. So call us Saturday, beginning at 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Spirit World Podcast. Wow, the crew is awesome here at Morning Joy, your morning show here on Guadalupe Radio Network. Join us to hear Adam Bly, Debbie Giorgiani, Monsignor Charles Pope, Dave Palmer, Cecil Anderson, and the team keeps growing. Wow, we are so blessed to have this time together each morning. Whether you're driving to work, preparing breakfast, taking kids to school, or just tuning in because you love what you hear. Weekday mornings, 6 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Eastern on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Morning Joy, where truth matters. Hey, yo, Mick, from now until midnight on February 20th, the GRN is raffling off a 2024 black Mercedes-Benz GLB 250. No wonder you're losing focus out there. How do you win a beauty like that? Just go to grnonline.com or call 888-784-3476. Well, what are we waiting for? Hurry up and knock this bum out, kid. It started like it does for many people. Question my faith and question authority. And I feel that the reason why I left was the, the draw of the world. The world was pulling me away. Some people would say, you know, Satan would, you know, Satan was working on me. He did not want me in church. He wanted me to be desperate. He wanted me to have the thoughts of suicide. I started to realize that a lot of the things that I experienced in my life were a result of my rebellion against God and against authority. Coming back to the church is the first step in healing from all of the hurts of the world. I went from being desperate and in despair to finding hope and encouragement for, for the future. I'm on God's team. I, I know who I belong to. And I know where I'm going. And there's nothing that can separate me from God's love. Take another look at the Catholic Church. Visit catholicscomehome.org today.